Faith, Hope and Love, episode 168, the 17th Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year C. Our Lord prayed often and spent many hours each day and into the night in conversation with his beloved Heavenly Father. Jesus teaches us how he prays and how we too should pray. By giving us the Lord's Prayer, he has given us something priceless. He's given us, as well, his mission statement. For all people to call God our Father, to give thanks for all the gifts God gives us, to forgive, to put God's values first in life, and to reach out to those in need. How wonderful that Christ calls us into one family of God. This is Faith, Hope and Love. God is in his holy place, God who unites those who dwell in his house. He himself gives might and strength to his people. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and may our Lord's grace and love abide with you. On this 17th Sunday of the year, we unite our mind and heart to ponder with reverence God's Word. As we begin the Holy Eucharist, let us acknowledge our sinfulness so as to worthily celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you are the image of the unseen God. Lord, have mercy. You are the firstborn of all creation. Christ, have mercy. You are the head of the body, the church. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good sins of the world have mercy 
O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us, and grant that with you as our ruler and guide we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. Chapter 18, verses 20 to 32. The Lord said, How great is the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah, and how very grave their sin! I must go down and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me, and if not, I will know. So the men turned from there and went toward Sodom, while Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham came near and said, Will you indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there are fifty righteous within the city. Will you then sweep away the place, and not forgive it for the fifty righteous who are in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous fare as the wicked. Far be that from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do what is just? And the Lord said, If I find at Sodom fifty righteous in the city, I will forgive the whole place for their sake. Abraham answered, Let me take it upon myself to speak to the Lord, I who am but dust and ashes. Suppose five of the fifty righteous are lacking. Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five? And the Lord said, I will not destroy it if I find forty-five there. Again Abraham spoke to the Lord, Suppose forty are found there. He answered, For the sake of forty I will not do it. Then Abraham said, Oh, do not let the Lord be angry if I speak. Suppose thirty are found there. The Lord answered, I will not do it if I find thirty there. Abraham said, Let me take it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose twenty are found there. The Lord answered, For the sake of twenty I will not destroy it. Then Abraham said, Oh, do not let the Lord be angry if I speak just once more. Suppose ten are found there. The Lord answered, For the sake of ten I will not destroy it.
the word of the Lord. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. I thank you, Lord, with all my heart. You have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels I will bless you. I will adore before your holy temple. I thank you for your faithfulness and love, which excel all we ever knew of you. On the day I called you answered, you increased my strength of soul. The Lord is high, yet he looks on the lowly, and the haughty he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of affliction, you give me life and frustrate my foes. You stretch out your hand and save me, your hand will do all things for me. Your love, O Lord, is eternal, discard not the work of your hands. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Chapter 2, verses 12 to 14. Brothers and sisters, when you were buried with Christ in baptism, you were also raised with him through faith in the power of God, who raised Christ from the dead. And when you were dead in trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive together with him, when he forgave us all our trespasses, erasing the record that stood against us with its legal demands. He set this aside, nailing it to the cross. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. You have received the spirit of adoption, in whom we cry, Abba, Father. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 11 verses 1 to 13. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. And Jesus said to the disciples, Suppose one of you has a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived, and I have nothing to set before him. And your friend answers from within, Do not bother me, the door has already been locked, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given you. 
Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds, and for everyone who knocks the door will be opened. Is there any father among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give the child a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? The Gospel of the Lord The word parable literally means something that's laid alongside another thing. In other words, a story or an example is put forward in order that the listener or reader can compare or contrast a matter with something else. In today's Gospel, it's very likely that the parable used by our Lord is intended to contrast something with another. Jesus is virtually saying, Do you really think that God's answer to your heartfelt prayer will only depend upon how effectively you've worn God down by repetition. Do you really think that God acts begrudgingly and reluctantly, like someone who does not really care, but will only act if you pester him so much that he just gives you what you want to get rid of your annoyance and your requests? God is a loving, doting Father. God would give the whole world if it was for our own good. God has given us this world, not without its limitations, but only for that which is good. God eternally cares for us more than we could possibly imagine, and God gives us the good things that we need. God only desires our good. God does not do anything to harm us, and God does not desire any harm for us. God always answers our prayers. But sometimes, as we know all too well, the answer to our prayers can be, at times, a loving but definite no. But whether it's yes or whether it's no, it is out of love and it is for our good, even if we don't understand it. We also know that God only ever answers us in love. Even when we don't fully comprehend the reply we receive to our prayers, even if God's answer to us does not make sense, even if what he gives us does not appear to be what we want. The important message is that God is our beloved Father, and we are his cherished children. A parent always knows that a child will ask for something to which even the most doting parent, the most responsible parent, must say a loving no to. This reply may well cause us distress, but distress is not desired. The desire is to honestly and lovingly speak the truth and answer lovingly. The Gospel goes on to say, Ask, seek, knock. What a wonderful concept. God has truly given us freedom of the children of God. We take this freedom seriously. It's full adult responsibility for our decisions and actions. The true meaning of our Lord's teaching can be highlighted by looking at what he did and did not say. If we look at what Jesus did not teach, we can highlight Christ's true teaching and message by bringing it into sharp contrast, a bit like the parables do, 
For example, Jesus did not say, take, demand, seize and steal. Instead, he said, ask, seek, knock. So God believes in receiving, not in taking. Nor did our Lord command us to bash down the door and enter and take what you want. Naturally so, because Jesus' message is about non-violence, about grace and gentleness and freedom. So he gives us ask, seek, knock. These are indeed doing words, verbs, but they're gentle, gracious, respectful action words. This captures the true beauty of Jesus' message, ask, seek, knock. Also, Jesus did not say, don't ask and you will receive. Don't bother looking and you'll still find. Don't knock and the door will still be answered to you. Or don't knock and yet expect people to know that you're standing outside wanting to get in. God gave us freedom to engage with him as his children and to use our Christian freedom and responsibility to ask for what we need and to seek and find that which is hidden as well as knocking at the door of opportunity, making it clear what we need. This active seeking and openness allows God's ways to be provided to us. God may know what we need, but people around us don't unless we say. The Gospel today in the first reading remind us of the constant pattern to authentic Christian prayer. First and foremost, our prayer is always a recognition of the greatness of God and the primacy of God. Also, our prayers should always give thanks to God for the many gifts and blessings that God gives us each and every day. Prayer is for the purpose of placing God back at the centre of our lives, where God always belongs. Prayer is intended to allow us to bend our wills to God's will and to shape us to be more and more into the people who follow God's will in the world and not merely our own will. After all, daily we pray, May thy kingdom come, not may my kingdom come. Prayer puts God's will and God's priorities ahead of the fads and trends of this world, and there are many fads and trends. When we pray, we become aware of how great God is, and how far short of God we often fall. Our prayer always contains at least an implied spirit of penitence and sorrow for our sins. As well as a heartfelt request for forgiveness and renewal. And prayer covers all the events and people of life. True prayer is a connection to God and covers the needs we have. And the needs of our families, our friends, our fellow parishioners and all people throughout the world who struggle or hunger. Jesus, by teaching us the Lord's Prayer, gives us not only a beautiful but simple prayer, but he also gives us his mission statement. Christ shows us the focus of his gospel that puts God's ways front and centre in our lives. May Christ, our teacher, lead us deeper and deeper into his perfect prayer and into the transforming values that this prayer contains. And through this prayer, may God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The Apostles' Creed 
I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Lord has encouraged us to pray with confidence. With this encouragement we now pray. For the Church throughout the world, that it may find ever new ways of drawing on the gifts of each of its members for its work in the world. Lord, hear us. For all in authority, that they take their decisions to protect our natural environment and promote economic well-being of all people. Lord, hear us. For the fullness of the coming of the kingdom of justice and peace, that we may work to make it a reality in our own lives and in our world. Lord, hear us. For those who find it hard to forgive, that God's healing grace will enter their hearts. Lord, hear us. For all who are sick and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, that they may now see the face of the Lord, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Lord, we give you thanks for your many gifts. We ask you to hear our prayers and help us to be faithful in following your Son, who is Lord for ever and ever. Amen. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the offerings which we bring from the abundance of your gifts that through the powerful working of your grace these most sacred mysteries may sanctify our present way of life and lead us to eternal gladness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For when your children were scattered afar by sin, through the blood of your Son and the power of the Spirit, you gathered them again to yourself, that a people formed as one by the unity of the Trinity, made the body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit, might to the praise of your manifold wisdom be manifest as the Church, 
And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and never forget all his benefits. Let us pray. We have consumed, O oh Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son, Grant, we pray, that this gift, which he himself gave us with love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for your company, as we've all given thanks and praise to our wonderful God. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts are used for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. The Roman Missal Prayers and Chants, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. The Bible, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963, The Grail, Collins Publisher. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg's Together We Pray, 1993, E.J. Dwyer, Australia. Mass for St. Ralph Sherwin, Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, featuring the Gloria, copyright 2011, www.ccwatershed.org, forward slash Charbonnel. 
Faith, Hope and Love theme, 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, original music, copyright 1996, Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.